Hi, this is Jamie Crawford, Worldwide Evangelist with Breakthrough Ministries, pastor of Epicenter Church in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Thanks for downloading our Wow God podcast. Make sure to subscribe to get our latest podcast. We appreciate your partnership. It helps keep our ministry going. We hope you enjoy our podcast. I want to start a series of messages, and this might hit home with all of us. Uh, I want to entitle this series, and I'm going to do several of them. I don't have the exact amount of uh, messages I'm going to preach on this, but we're just going to just do it by by faith. How's that? But I want to entitle this series, Under Pressure. Under Pressure. Have you ever been under pressure? Come on, I'm going to need your help today. Uh, if this is hitting home with you today already, yeah, just, just begin to just thank God. Because God is about to do something big in your life. Hallelujah. Have you ever been under pressure? I, I mean real pressure. Uh, the type that makes you sweat. The type that keeps you up all night. There are many people who are walking around with heart conditions because of the pressure they have to deal with. These persons cannot always enjoy their family and friends because of the pressure. They cannot be effective and meaningful relationships because of the pressure that's going on in their life. They cannot be fully engaged in church affairs because of the pressure that is going on in their life. They cannot enjoy their God-given rights of liberty and pursuit of happiness because of the pressure they are experiencing in their life. See, pressure has caused a lot of individuals to commit suicide. Because of the pressures of life. And today I break that off. I break it off of anybody in this church. I break suicide off of anybody that's watching this on YouTube. On Facebook Live. I break those. I just feel like I need to stop for a moment. And just break that curse. I've had too many family and friends that have done that. And it's not of God. I break that curse. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Pressure has, co- has caused a lot of divorces, a lot of pastors to quit ministry, a lot of people to quit churches, because of the pressure in their life. And it doesn't help that we live in a very fast-paced Fast food, instant gratification, and what's next society? That's the kind of society we live in right now. As a matter of fact, more and more people are becoming depressed due to social pressure. Like pressure to get married, pressure to be rich, pressure to be the best. 
pressure to have the latest and finest things, pressure at school, pressure at home, pressure at work, pressure to pay bills, pressure, pressure, pressure all around us. And it just seems like it keeps on caving in and caving in and caving in. With all this pressure that some of us are dealing with, it is no wonder why the road rage happens and the gang violences that are happening and all the etc. that is happening in this world. And since we can't avoid the pressures of life anyway, I've come up with some things today that will help us under pressure. Come on. God is going to help us under pressure. God is going to turn things around for us. What do I mean by that? Well, the first week of the month comes and the pressure of paying those bills are choking you. Come on, do I get a witness today? Uh, take all the energy and all the pressure. And this is what I want you to do with all that pressure. Is The title of my message is this. Turn your pressure into praise. Come on, am I speaking to anybody under pressure right now? You know, the moment I said that, you should have been on your feet saying, God, I'm ready. I'm ready just to start praising you. To God be the glory. If you've learned anything from this pastor, you've learned in the middle of your storm, you need to praise Him. When the door hasn't opened up for you, you need to be in the hallway and having your praise on until the door opens up. God wants somebody to know today, turn the pressure into praise. We got to turn our pressure, the pressure that the world is throwing at us, into praise. I want you just to listen to me for a moment. The greater your pressure, the greater your praise needs to be. I'm going to say that. The greater the pressure, the greater your praise should be. Now, now I'm just going to tell you, when I first got saved, I'll never forget, the only way I could go get the Hosanna music was I had to go to Mc, uh, Mardell, and I, and I had to go buy a tape, not a CD. I, I remember, this is back in the day. Come on, are you with me, guys? A cassette tape. And, and do you remember those Mardell ones, man? Because I, I used to like to go to Mardell's because they would have that buy four, get one free. You had to peel off them little stickers on the back. You remember those? Remember those days? I mean, and, and you get that Hosanna music on. Back then it was Hosanna. You know, now it's ele Elevation Worship. It's all of these other worship people. And, and, but back then it was Hosanna music. And, 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 and I, I would get my tape and I was so excited I'd get it. And I would listen to that uh, 
Ron Canoli and all of them, all of them worship leaders and, and, and I would put the praise on and, and I'm not a good singer, JC. But when I get alone and I get in my car, I mean, I, I had the cool car, man. I had to, I, I turned, I had one of them, what, them kickers in the back. Big, big old woofers. We called them kickers. And, and I had the amp turned on, and man, I could worship. I thought the louder it was, the better off we were. I, I'll, I'll never forget, I was driving my old Mustang up in Kansas City, Missouri. And, and I had to take my mom and dad up to, uh, up to Kansas City, Missouri, because my, my mother, or my grandmother, had had open heart surgery. And we were on our way home. We had 45 minutes to get back to DeSoto, Kansas. And, and I'll never forget, on the way back, it was the worst ice storm ever. But I had my kicker. My dad said, you're going to have to learn, son, how to drive on ice. So he sat in the back seat. My mom sat to the right of me. We're on our way. I mean, cars are spinning out. I mean, I seen wreck after wreck. People going into the ditch right on, on the right side, on the left side. And, at, and I had the music turned up just a little bit. My dad didn't like real loud music. Neither did my mom. But my dad said, son... Turn that music up. Turn that worship music up. Because if we go, I want them to hear us coming. <laughs> we didn't have an accident. We didn't have an incident. We got back. We found out from, from our uh, good friends that there were over 375 accidents. And my dad told, told them, we've seen every one of them. <laughs> but we praised our way right through it. I, I, I told you that story to let you know that I may not be a good singer, but when I get alone in the car by myself and I tune that music up and I turn it up, I become the worship leader. Because I start singing to the, to as loud as I can. And if I can hear myself, I turn my, turn my music up just a little bit louder. I turn it up a little bit louder. Uh, and, and I just get alone and I begin to worship God. And, and the reason why I do that, do that is because when you're under big pressure, you need to bring on some good praise. Come, we got to put on some good praise. We need to, uh, you need to be the worship leader of your car. Just crank her up a notch. Turn on the kicker. Crank it up a notch. Hallelujah. Get some Tasha Cobbs or something. And crank her up. Turn it up and listen to what God has to do. We need to get our praise on, church. We need to get our worship on. No matter what we're going through, no matter what kind of stress you're in, you need to turn it around. Turn your pressure into some praise today. If you learn anything today, I feel like the moment we start praising God is the moment 
our eyes get off our pressure. Have you ever noticed that? You come in here and we start worshiping and we start doing it all in one accord and the anointing begins to fall. And next thing you know, you're not worrying about your family. You're not worrying about your bills. But you're praising Him. See, God wants us to get our focus off of our situation and focus on Him. In the middle of our pressure, we need to get our focus off of our pressure and our focus on Him. If your situation is ever going to change, you have to learn to turn your pressure into praise. If not, you're going to stay in the same rut. You're never going to get out of the rut that you're in. If your midnight is ever, ever turns into day, you have to learn your pressure into praise. Turn it into praise. Turn it all into praise. When the pressure is so intense and you feel like you're going to lose your mind, go way down deep into the inner recesses of your soul and start praising like you lost your mind. Come on, start praying. I mean, that's what I do when I get alone. I start praising like I lost my mind. I start praising God. I mean, I turn on that music. That's the first thing I like to do when I get a new vehicle. I like to test out the speakers. Man, when we got our, our, our Highlander, I'll never forget. That's when the rattle came out. Oh, that song. I love that song. Man, it gets loud in that Highlander. And I like it. I like it so I don't have to hear myself. I like the beat of it. I like the drums of it. I like everything about it. Because you know what it does to me? It rattles off every bit of pressure. Every bit of pressure that's in my life. It begins to rattle it off. It begins to shake it off. Why? Because all the pressure of the world that builds up begins to steam out through praise. It begins to steam out through praise. Now let's look in the, in the scripture over in 2 Corinthians chapter number 4 in verses 7 through 9. This is going to be my text for this morning. 2 Corinthians chapter number 4 verses 7 through 9. But we have the, this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. Come on, we'll say that again. It's from God, not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. Uh, come on, I need to speak this over somebody today. 
Uh, God's prophesying this over somebody today. I feel like this is a word for somebody today. I, I love what it says. We are hard pressed on every side. Come on, somebody. You've been hard pressed on every single side. Mm. <laughs> but not crushed. You may be hard pressed, but you're not crushed. Come on, I'm just giving somebody some hope today because you feel like it's all crushing in. And the Lord just wants you to know you're not crushed. Perplexed, but not despair. Persecuted. Come on, has anybody ever been persecuted? But not abandoned. You might have been struck down, but not destroyed. Now, now in this text this morning, the Apostle Paul is recounting his hardship to the church of Corinth. In it, Paul talks about the great pressure he suffered in the province of Asia, far beyond his ability to endure so that he despaired even to life. It is interesting that Paul would say that he despair even to the to life because in 2 Corinthians chapter number 4 and verse number 8 he proclaims we are pressed on every side but not crushed perplexed but not despaired so which is it Paul <laughs> are you in despair or not well obviously Paul's situation did not change, but his outlook did. Come on, your situation may not be changing, but your outlook will. Come on, what, what does the Bible say? Turn your eyes to the hills. Where does your help come from? My help comes from the maker of heaven and earth. Come on. Uh, you may be in the middle of some pressure right now. You may be crushed right now. But the Lord's saying, lift up your eyes. Lift them up. Lift them up. Elevate your eyeballs. Get them, get them off the ground and start looking up. You always see somebody that's under pressure because their head's always down. But we do have a lot of fakers. They walk around with their head up, a lot of pressure anyways. You might be faking it until you make it today. I call it faith it until you make it. Sometimes we just got to walk it by faith. And that's what Paul did, is he walked it by faith. No matter what kind of pressure was going on in his life, Maya, he... He said, there is an outlet, and that outlet is praise. That outlet is lifting up my eyeballs to the heavens and seeing the King of kings and the Lord of lords high and lifted up and His train begin to fill our temple. I don't know what you're going through today, but the Lord just saying, you need to turn your pressure into praise today. Come on, can I see some praisers today? Mm. There are three things, I'm going to give you three things you need to know about turning our pressures into praise. Three things. I think this is going to be a good series. 
under pressure. Under pressure. You got some friends that know about some pressure. You need to bring them here. They need to hear this series. Three things you need to know about turning your pressures into praise. Number one, we must look to God in the midst of pressure. We've got to look to God in the midst of pressure. That's exactly what Daniel did when he was in the lion's den. He didn't look at the lions. He looked at God. <laughs> Come on, somebody today, you got some lions in your life. I'm going to, Anita. And you got some lions in your life. <laughs> but just as God did it for Daniel... God can do it for you. He can shut the mouth of the lion that's been lying to you for years. All you got to do is get your eyes on the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. That's exactly what Daniel did in the lion's den. He took his eyes off the situation. He, I mean, he could have just sat there and looked at each one of them lions and let fear grip him. What do, what do lions go after? They go after fear. They're going to attack fear. But Daniel, when he got thrown in, he, took, he, didn't, he didn't look at it. He just called on God. He just looked at God. He was praying before he went in. He was praying while he was in there. And he prayed when he got out. <laughs> Hallelujah. I, I mean, he, he took some time out and just uh, his focus was on God, not the lions. So many times we, we look at everything else. We, we look at everything that is causing pressure in our life. And we, this is what we do with it. We let it control us. This is a freebie. This isn't even in my notes. We let it control us. Daniel could have let the lions control him. They could have put some hot sauce on him and just ate him up. But God, God turned it all around. God shut the mouth of the lion. And those were hungry lions. They were hungry. I mean, because, I mean, as soon as they brought Daniel out, they threw some more in. And those, those lions went to eating on them. So those were hungry lions. But God. His, uh, Daniel turned his eyes onto the Lord. I, can I tell somebody today, get your eyes off the circumstance and turn them to God. And watch what God will do with it. You do that, you're going to have a watch God moment. We must look to God in the midst of our pressure. Look what the three Hebrew children did. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. When they got thrown in the fiery furnace, they didn't look at Nebuchadnezzar. They didn't look at the golden image. They looked at God for their help. They looked, God, looked for God for their strength. They knew they were about to get thrown in the fire. But God, and God showed up again. See, God has a way of just showing up in the middle of your situation. We just got to allow Him to do it. And the way we allow Him to do it is we just got to acknowledge Him. How can we acknowledge Him? We acknowledge Him 
through praise. When you're under pressure, you need to turn your pressure into praise. You need to start glorifying the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego didn't care about the fiery furnace. They knew that if they went in and they died, that Jesus was going to resurrect them anyways. But God ended up letting them just stay alive in the middle of the fire. I wonder what that looked like from the inside. Because they weren't even burnt. They didn't even smell like smoke. I bet it was a big glow of the glory of God when they looked up. When Nebuchadnezzar said, come out. They had to look up. I bet it was a big glow of the glory of God that surrounded them. I just want somebody to know the glory of God is about to surround you in the middle of your pressure. God is about to encamp around you. He is about to send forth His angels to camp around you so that no harm will come to you in the middle of your pressure. But I'm being crushed. But you're not being abandoned. God didn't leave Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He was right there with them. We must look to God in the midst of our pressure. I mean, look at, look at the Israel, look what, what the Israelites did when they were faced with the Red Sea in front of them and Pharaoh's army behind them. I mean, you know, they were under a little bit of pressure. Didn't, how are we going to get out of this mess, God? How are you going to do it? See, I'm giving you three great illustrations for your life today. Because if God can do it for Daniel, if God can do it for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, if God can do it for the Israelites, God can do it for you. God can spread out that Red Sea and give you some dry land so that you can cross over to the other side of the battle that you're facing right now. What the, the pressure that may be coming upon you. God says, I'm about to turn it all around so that I can get all glory and all praise. We must look to God in the midst of our pressure. Number two. We must give glory every day for everything. We must give glory every day for everything. I, amen, Amina. <laughs> She's going to help me out today. <laughs> I love hearing babies cry. We must give glory every day for everything. Well, you know, whenever I say the word everything, I mean everything. We need to give glory for even for our enemies. Because if it wasn't for our enemies, we wouldn't be where we're at right now. Because you know what your enemy's doing? They're pushing you closer to God. Ooh, 
Boy, I think I hit something here. They're pushing you closer to God. They're making you desire God more. They're, they're, they're making you get on your knees more to pray for them more. We need to pray for our enemies. Some of you may have a lot of enemies. <laughs> One's enough. But it just takes that one that can push you over into a lot of pressure. It can be just one phrase from somebody that can push you over to the next level. Come on. How are you going to react under pressure? Are you going to praise God under pressure? Or are you just going to let the pressure overwhelm you? Uh, come on, I'm giving you some tips today. Oh, we need to praise our way under pressure. Uh, we must give glory every day for, for everyone, everything. Some pressures are designed to keep us holy. Pressures keep us on our knees. And the greater the pressure the greater the breakthrough. Come on, I want to say that again. The greater the pressure. Oh, come on, somebody's saying, I'm going, I got a big breakthrough coming. Come on, come on, come on. Somebody just needs to lift up your hands and just thank God for the big breakthrough that's about to happen because you got some big pressure that's going on right now in your life. You just need to start to praise Him right now because the, God, the greater the pressure, the greater the breakthrough. There's a great breakthrough that's about to happen and it's about to explode in your life. There's a great breakthrough on its, on its way. We must give glory every day for everything. And number three, we must use our praises to release the valve. Hmm. <laughs> we got to use our praises to release the valve. Let off steam of pressure that has been building up in your lives. Come on, we need to, we must use our praise to release that valve. And when it releases that valve, let the steam of pressure that has been building up in your lives just begin to be released. Come on, somebody needs to release some steam today. <laughs> Let off the steam. Because when you let off the steam, good things happen. My pookie Iris, she has one of them pressure cooker things. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, yeah, that instant pot. And when I hear the steam released off that instant pot, I know something good's about to happen. Because something's been simmering in that pot. Come on, you may look at this pressure that's in your life and you think, God, 
Why is this happening to me? Why am I under so much pressure? God may have you under pressure to get ready to release the steam for something good that is about to happen. And now, the, the good that is about to happen to me when she li- re- that releases the steam off that pressure cooker is the food that's about to go in my belly. And it's always good. All the time. All the time. It's always good. God wants somebody to know you're about to feast on the steam that has been going on in your life. You're about to reap a harvest. Come on, can I tell somebody, if you just hold on for a while, you're about to reap a harvest. You're about to reap a harvest. Somebody's about to reap a harvest in this place today. You're about to re- you've been waiting, you've been waiting, you've been waiting patiently. And God says, get ready, get ready, get ready. Your time has come. This is the hour. The moment you begin to take your eyes off the pressure and give God praise in the middle of the pressure is the moment all three of these things will happen. You must look to God in the midst of your pressure. You must give glory every day for everything. We must use our praise to release the valve of pressure. We've got to do these things and we'll get our breakthrough. We'll get our breakthrough. We'll see breakthrough happen. Throughout the book of Psalms, God's people are exhorted to shout, to the Lord. That's what they're told to do. They're, shout to the Lord. If you read the book of Psalms, you'll see in the book of Psalms, the Lord just says, shout to me. Shout to me. Praise. See, when the, Isra- when the children of Israel marched around Jericho, they were told on the seventh day to make a shout. They were told to make a shout. And if they made the shout, the walls would fall down. And they would be able to take over the city. I I don't know what you need to take over right now. It may be like a city. It may be huge. You may be under pressure. It may be your family. It may be your finances. It may be your health. But the Lord says, get ready. On the seventh time around, you're going to give a great shout. Just like it did for Jericho. You're going to give a great shout. And when you give that great shout, your walls are going to fall down. Your breakthrough is about to happen. Uh, What are we going to shout? We're going to shout praises to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We're going to give Him all glory and all honor and all praise. That's one of the reasons why I like Sunday morning so much. Because after a week of pressure... I can get down here. Right now we're just doing our our, our music through through, uh, Spotify. But get ready. We're about to have a whole worship team. In Epicenter Church. Because that's what we've been praying for. And, And when we do, even now, we can just lift up our hands. And let off the steam. I mean, those, those songs this morning that Miss Iris picked out, I mean, they were just, they were for me today. Because guess what? I got to let off some steam. 
and give it all to God. And that's exactly what God wants us to do. He wants to take our pressure and turn it over to praise. We need to praise our way through our pressures. Somebody today, you need to praise your way through. I, you know, Joshua was under a little bit of pressure when he was marching around Jericho. One of the biggest pressures he had is to keep everybody quiet. They didn't have cell phones back there where they could put it on silent. And silence all of their messages. No, Joshua, I bet he had a lot of pressure saying, shh, shh, shh. they don't need to know we're here. Come on, be quiet. I mean, he has all these Israelites walking around. And he's got to keep them quiet for six times around, six days in a row. They can't say nothing. No wonder they shouted at the seventh. Man, there's a lot of pressure built up. There's a lot of pressure built up because they couldn't... They had to keep their mouths hipped. They couldn't even gossip. Come on, are you with They couldn't gossip. They couldn't talk about each other. They had to be quiet. There was a lot of pressure built up. They needed to let that shout out. And when they let the shout out, the walls began to fall down. Sometimes when you're in pressure, you just need to zip your lip. Because in the middle of that pressure, you may say something you shouldn't say. I've been there. I've done that. You didn't have to agree so quick, Iris. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was the quickest amen I got all day. <laughs> Love you, Pookie. When you're under pressure, you just need to zip your lip and watch God shine through your situation. Watch Him shine through your situation. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. I just need to speak this over you today. You're not being destroyed. Thanks for listening. We hope you will stay connected by subscribing to our podcast and becoming a partner to our ministry. Go to BreakthroughEvangelism.com for our evangelism ministries and EpicenterChurchOK.com to connect with our church. Be sure to follow us on all our social media platforms. We want you to be blessed.